22 days down, 2 to go. Let's not waste any time and see what the boys are doing. Do you mind if we go sneak out for a minute? No. No problem at all. Let's go! Where are we going? Outside? Um, just for a moment. Sure! Minutes later, the two of them sit down on a bench just outside the English department, looking at a fountain that has been turned off for the cool season. I always liked this spot. Yeah? Yeah, that corner over there next to the bin? It's where I asked you to be my boyfriend, remember? To which my response was to spit coffee all over you. Uh, you always were a romantic. I've been thinking a lot about what happened a few weeks ago. You remember that weird Christmas market? That was the most surreal thing. How could I forget? Oh, so you remember that play we performed in the auditorium? You know, my characters really stick with me for a while. <laughs> yes, I recall that time when you were a backup dancer for the independent production of Cats and only ate tuna for a week. My point is... You ended up vomiting on the carpet. Peter... I still don't understand where all that hair came from. Peter, my point is, I've been thinking a lot about happiness, and even though we've had the whole play about it, I'm not sure what it means to me. But I do know that you're part of that. You make me happy, Peter. You make me happy too. Well, we are being all serious. I feel like this is the right moment to give you your gift. I, uh... I feel like I should be saying something. <sighs> Jamie, you're my best friend. And if I hadn't already been that set on it before, your speech at the market made something very clear to me. I don't want to be a bloody doctor. I love languages, and I want to be a linguist, and my grandfather will just have to accept that. But much more importantly, I love you. I love you. You're the kindest person I know, Jamie. I can't imagine that you'd ever meet someone you wouldn't immediately befriend. You're also funny and much more talented than you'd like to admit, and you endure me dragging you to all these stupid markets. So I've put a lot of thought into this, and I was hoping you would endure me for a whole lot longer. For the rest of our lives, to be exact. Jamie Resnick. Would you do me the honor of becoming my husband? Of course, Peter. I love you too. Being your husband is my dream role. So, the newly engaged couple embraces and kisses and enjoys a quiet moment. Just the two of them. Meanwhile, back at the party, Sarah is not quite as lucky. Of course, that's what you would think after years of being indoctrinated by the capitalist media. You know, I don't really care about his political views, I just think he's funny. And I just think you're wrong. Whatever. Bye! Happy holidays! So, how did that go? Meh. You ever think that maybe your Marxist agenda isn't that great of an icebreaker? No. We're back! The party's on again. Did we miss anything? Did you miss anything? Why don't you tell us a little bit more about that ring on your finger? Oh, you know, just a little gift from my fiancé over here. Uh, 
Duh! Congratulations! Congrats, you guys! Thank you! You think this is the end? Wrong. Tune in again tomorrow for the final episode of Present Perfect. In fact, I'd highly recommend that you stay until the very end. There will be a bit of a present tea surprise for our listeners in there. Until then. Peter Fitzgerald was played by Max Liebetreu. Sarah Fan was played by Tamara Payer. Carmen Gatter was played by Louise Marie Prack. Jamie Resnick was played by Dominic Paderter. The party guest was played by Marie-Therese Sauer. The narrator was played by Leonhard Engelmeyer. The harp was played by Kerry Whitman. This episode was written by Philip Kreuss.